Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hither to the arbor, hither to the dying light and the flickering hours, hither to the shaded beds where the evening primrose blooms, come hither with me, hither pint, hither green, hither now, hither to the chorus of dusk, hither to the moon underwater. Tavern Seeker, and seek no more, for you are here. We are here. Where are we, Robin? Here. We are here in the moon underwater, and what an evening it is. I, John Robbins, am your landlord, and you are very merrily welcome. So pull up a seat and relax. Uh, Robin is the lovely regular, the lovely Robin. Uh, Robin, what are you supping on the sieve? Well, it's... it's the... (laughs) Imagine if they had this on draft. In the moon underwater, you can. It's the Marks and Spencers Belgian Lager. Those green cans that are only drunk on trains. They're only drunk on trains. And Robin, could you do me a favour and just look in the ingredients? Because I've got a, I've got a feeling uh, that they just put sugar in the uh, M&S Belgian Lager. No way. Yeah. Water, bar- malted barley, maize, hops, wheat, yeast. There's no sugar in here. Oh, it's in the lager. Yeah, in the in the red one, uh, no, the blue one. Oh, yeah, it's the yeah, UK yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's got glucose in it. But anyway, it really, yeah, it's not having a go. It tastes nice, uh, but yeah, Moon Underwater can offer you any drink you like, even if it is an M&S Belgian Lager can. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's what Robin has chosen this evening because he's his own man. Yeah, it's on still on draft, but it comes out in a can. Yeah, it's it's a draft can, uh, and I'm drinking Harbour Beach Break American Pale. Um, which is an absolute belter from North Cornwall. Four uh, percent, and it really f's my b, floats my boat. <laughs> uh, but we're in a very jolly mood here because, oh, Robin, can you scent that smell on the air? Yes. It's what would you say? I'd say it's jasmine. 
I'd say it's wisteria, but with a strong undercurrent of the coronet on Holloway Road. Oh, do you, is that what it was? I thought it was crisps. Yes, well, there are a lot of crisps going round. Well, I think that means one thing and one thing alone, that this week's guest is walking towards us downwind, uh, which means the breeze has, uh, has... Or is it upwind? Which way means your scent comes before you? It'd have to be upwind, wouldn't it? Anyway, whichever way the wind is blowing and gusting here in the correct realm, it's certainly bringing a scent of this week's guest to us. And what a scent that is. Uh, and now... His scent is made human. I'm guessing that's what happened, because there's certainly a shape of a, a man with a head, two legs, a body and arms. And let's hope that it's him and not someone sort of stealing his scent to gain access to the moon underwater. But in the door walks the lovely Johnny White. Hello, Johnny. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. My dear friend and chum. Yeah. Our, our most blessed comrade. <laughs> you are not just a comedian, writer, musician, performer, editor. <laughs> you are a chum. A chum of some 20-odd years of ours. How long we have chummed and how many pubs we have seen together. I met you when I first when I was, uh, I think I was 17 or 18. And how time has played its cool, cruel trick on us all. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. Yes, no, but yeah, it has. <laughs> but also its cool trick. Yes. Uh, so, J- Johnny, welcome to the Moon Underwater. Now, you're someone, I think, like me, whenever we walk into a pub, there's an immediate, like, vibe assessment. Where's the danger? I'm like a deer in that regard. Yes, you're like a deer. But one, it, uh, but then I often sense uh, danger where there is none. So it's like a sort of a, a mad deer. Yeah, a sort of an anxious deer. Yeah, yeah, put that. Well, yeah, yeah, anxious deer. So how do you feel about the moon underwater this evening? Well, it's got good, uh, but the lighting certainly appealing to me. How would you describe it? Sort of uh, rich. You know, I get this feeling sometimes places where you can move your hand too freely through the air, and I don't right. like it. Whereas the moon underwater has a feeling of heft behind it, even though it's kind of not, you know, there's no breeze blowing inside the pub, but I mm. feel uh, buoyed by the atmosphere. Solid air. Solid yeah, air, yeah. Solid air, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what we <laughs> try to achieve here. Um, can't get it right all of the time. No, but you know, some of the time's good enough. Johnny, you hail from the Bristol of the North, Sheffield. Yes. <laughs> Talk to me about your early pubbings. Uh, so the, my early pubbings would have been... Uh, drinking uh, Tetley's, weirdly. I remember that was the first thing I... in, But not weirdly. I just never drink it these days, so it seems strange now, although that version of myself used to gulp them down like that. Actually, no, I didn't even drink that much of it. So we only used to have two and a half pints, that was my thing, uh, in a pub called The Lescar, which I went to until such time as a friend of mine's mum started working there. <laughs> yeah, so that was like my... If anyone's, it's not. I don't mean if anyone's listening and knows the last guy. It's not the last guy in its current form, which I won't, which I won't say anything about. But it, it's the old version of Lesko, which, in my opinion, was way superior. I remember going up to visit our mutual friend Mike. But that's where we back. met, John. Was in the in the because you were doing the you were doing the uh, uh, um, last laugh comedy competition. But we'd met before that, surely. I d- I think that was the first. T- that was because I was, you were, but, uh, uh, maybe we met once before then. Hadn't you come to uni to visit Mike? Yeah, but I think, well, 
Maybe I had met you there, but it was around then because that was still when you guys were at uni. I remember you said that um, Billy Joel was better than Bruce Springsteen. Stand by it. I, well, the thing is, at the time, I got really angry because I was thinking, "Oh, you don't mean it. You're just saying you're just saying it to be obstinate." But now I know that you did really mean it. <laughs> Didn't I say something <laughs> stupid when we first met about Fugazi? You said about the band Fugazi that uh, they are fools for um, putting their stuff out on, in the, on an independent label because. <laughs> You said because they, they could have put their kids through college with that money. <laughs> oh, they, 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 that was that was a genuinely stupid thing to say. Because they make a load of money, actually. They, yeah, 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 yeah. They really. Why did I think that? I was such an idiot. But again, I was, I was probably just trying to be provocative. But I think where we where we met was I remember Mike taking us to the Banner Cross in Sheffield. Mm. Oh yeah. Would we have met? Would we have gone there? And then we went to Corporation. Yeah. God. Yeah, that club. We talked about Corporation with self-esteem. Oh, it's a great place. I love yeah. it. I mean, I haven't been there for a long time, but so. What's this? The Devonshire Cat that I got kicked out of? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that that I put my I put my head through the door? I put my hand through the door. Yeah, yeah. Put my head through the window. Put my hand through the window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I was immediately distracted by a very strong gust of wind that I leant into and that placated me. Devonshire Cat, though, is, that was kind of ahead of the curve. In yeah, a lot very of ways, much so. Because it? it was like, I'd never been in a pub that had such a range of beers. Yeah, me but neither. But now I'm, kind of... I'm in one all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first experience, the Devonshire Cat, of like seeing eight ales on draft and feeling really like, oh, I'm not just having to find the one option that isn't lager because there's only one lager or two or whatever, whereas there's eight ales. I don't know why I got so annoyed. <laughs> Is Devonshire Cat still a good spot though? Because I mean, last time I went was 2007. So. I went in there in the in 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 July of 2018, I think, and I think it was really different, or at least we were sat on a long table. And everything felt different. It's a. This could have also been a dream that I had, because <laughs> uh, all I remember was being on a really long table and feeling like everything felt different. But but yeah, um, the vibe was off. Yeah. So if anyone listening who, who, who frequents Devonshire Cat and I'm wrong and it's completely the same, then and was there in July 2018? Yeah, and if can corroborate seeing me <laughs> yeah, looking the vibe lost. <laughs> Johnny, if we could speak briefly about the very notion of the pub of the mind. Please. Are you, you strike me as someone, well, I know for a fact, you're someone who has a sort of mind pub, a place yeah. where they go in their mind. Yes. What's your relationship with your mind and with imaginary pubs? So my relationship with my, is that, how, how many parts is, does that question have? <laughs> <laughs> Two parts to the question. Okay. <laughs> so the first, let's, so the first part is what's my relationship to my mind? Yeah. Um, I, my mind is like a, a, um, uh, I don't know really. I don't have a great relationship with my, my mind. I don't think, or it doesn't have a great relationship with me. One of the two. Is that the sort of. Yeah, what, but you're a very perceptive person. You're also very, you're very emotionally sensitive to different sort of verberations in the room. I wonder, I remember you used to have a bit of stand up that isolated perfectly a feeling that I think everyone has had, but I've never heard it expressed before, which is when your friend begins to tell you a story or an anecdote 
and you guess the punchline oh, yeah, almost yeah, immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you said you spend the rest of the story anxious that you're going to float through the punchline like a ghost. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you don't temper your reaction to it, you run the risk of just moving through the punchline like a ghost. So you have to, like, really build, like... I No, I absolutely... Um, I think I've, I've, I worry a lot about that, those sorts of things in a in a way that I think sort of transcends uh, just being neurotic and sort of is almost like kind of megalomaniacal that I sort of think that I'm, I don't know, I feel like I'm responsible for how everyone's doing at all times. <laughs> I, 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 I totally have that. I, I, I kind of feel this, I think we've had this discussion before about getting annoyed when people don't play the rules of a conversation yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you talk talking to someone about a film and they happen to not have heard it, but they're looking at you as if you've just made up the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So can you just play the rules of the conversation properly? I met, <laughs> I met, a, I met someone in the, in the smoking area somewhere, and I don't smoke. It doesn't matter, but I don't. Anyway, and this guy, this, uh, they were talking about clothes that they liked from the past, and I was saying that I always coveted... I had a friend in the 90s, well, when I was a teenager, who had feeler dungarees, you know, the brand feeler. Mm. And he's like, and this guy just, this guy piped up and said, Fila never made dungarees. <laughs> and I said, oh yeah, they did. And then I went, I was like, felt like, it, I, I felt really like, like belittled because he was like, really, he was like laughing like I was like an idiot. So I went on like the sort of Fila website and was like, look, they've got dungarees. And he's like, that just proves they make them now. Oh God. <laughs> I, was just, I was like, oh. So wait, I, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, but do you do you find in those kind of situations? Do you do you sort of see the material? See see that how you could use it for comedy? Like even if those kind of situations make you anxious, do you kind of see oh, I could use that potentially? Um, yes. Some I think sometimes. Yeah. I don't. I I I, I, I I've sort of tend to. For, I do sometimes. Although I I think I try to um would try to represent that. More often, I feel like I try to represent that feeling, but via something else. You see what I mean? Because I, 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 I have, I never, I will mainly also because I never note stuff down to remember it to do. I, I've got quite a bad. I need to get better at uh, um, remembering stuff that's actually happened and making it into comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I think like often comedy is either something sane happening in a mad world or something mad happening in a sane world. So a lot of like Chris Morris's stuff can, for example, just to pick a name, is is either someone trying to be rational in an irrational environment or vice versa. And I think something we often talk about or find very frustrating is when you're being normal and someone else is being normal, but they make out that you're mad yeah, yeah. Like yeah, so yeah. what Johnny was saying about the feeler dungarees or about like the the film. It's like we're both normal, but now you've made me think uh, you're sort of almost gaslighting me about my part in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot of mileage for for comedy in those interactions, I think. But I think people doing that often don't realize that the effect they're having, they're sort of and then when you when uh, I also have a hard time telling that when people are joking, I sort of never really know. I don't know why. So when I always think people, people are always really surprised when I'm, I'm like when I kind of ask them if they if they really mean it, and they're like no. But then like in my head, it's like, don't do 
it's always really convincing. I don't know, but I can't tell if it must be me though, because it can't just be that everyone else is operating the wrong way and I'm operating the right way, because that wouldn't make any sense. I feel like, uh, yeah. I, I'm always really interested in when people. I love it when it's. I mean, community. I think comedy is all about communication in some ways. But I, I really like it when someone is in a pub or something and is telling a story to the whole group of people, and then something diverts the kind of group of people's attention oh yeah but the guy continues telling the story just to you yeah do, do you know what <laughs> happened to you yeah of course <laughs> I, I, I like to i like to be the i i wouldn't i will always carry on listening to the story yeah i'll always i'm going to support you through this i know you've lost your audience i've, but. I've had it so i'm i there's no there's no worse feeling than when you're sort of uh when you're midway through something and something else happens yeah. The, actually, I mean, the, sometimes it's better just to carry on saying it to nobody, just for, <laughs> yeah. your, just for your sense of self. Alistair Green's quite good at that. He's done a couple of sketches where he's sort of trying to tell someone something and someone else walks into the room. Yeah. And everyone turns around to, like, say hello to that person. But uh, but he's trying to sort of keep the momentum of yeah, his anecdote going. Yeah. I know that I know that, but I do know that I I feel like regularly that is me. I'm always I, I I feel like I have sort of bursts of little bursts of sort of kind of more um little energetic bursts where I'm like all of a sudden I've got some story that or often I think it makes sense in my head and then when I say it I sort of halfway through realise that I don't know. I had this thing where I um I uh, was on a tube and I saw a poster that said, Prince William doesn't want to live in a world without rhinos. It was making, I was making me laugh because I was thinking like, what would he do then if the rhinos disappeared, he'd have to go to like the moon or something. um, And then I started to think, oh, what if I just painted over the bit where it says without rhinos and they just said, Prince William doesn't want to live in a world. And then I was finding it really funny. And then when I got to the place I was going to, I sort of described this whole thing to this table of people. And they just sort of just like kind of nodded and just carried on with whatever they were talking about before. And I was like, oh, yeah, that didn't make any. That was just something for me in my mind. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and then also I find another thing is that in pubs, sometimes a, another good facet of the pub and is that pubs can make things. I don't know. Maybe that's there's a sort of can be a quite a kind of feeling of there can be funny things that happen in conversations in pubs which maybe it's just the, the, the drink but that you can't really explain afterwards like sort of so also pubs can be a in social settings can be very forgiving environments as well as quite as quite a difficult audiences yeah that's a good point john had a great line about when you're with a group of people and you try out an opinion Oh yeah, and yeah. So, oh, can I have that one back? You know, when you see the reaction, that's really good. Yeah. So, Johnny, we're about to create your dream pub. I'm so excited to hear your choices. We've talked about the pubs in Sheffield are quite sort of, you know, traditionally nice real ale pubs. You also are someone who really likes a more functional, a Weatherspoons. You're a big fan of. My question before we furnish your pub is, what will it look like? Because I think you're someone who finds a bit of magic in a more basic pub experience. Well, I mean, what I was, what I, what I, I, I like, um, I like a, some. Yeah, that's true. But I don't like a pub to look like it can be anything else. If you see what I mean, like it. I don't like it if it's just like it could be 
uh, uh, just a room in a house. Which, you know, I can't explain it. So I'd like, I like, a, I can find the magic in a more, but in a more, like, I, I like, like the coronet, but then that's like a cathedral size. So it has majesty, even though, like, it's all, so I don't know. I think I like. So you don't want a completely like utilitarian sort of minimalist affair. You you want it to know it's a pub. Yeah, absolutely. I want it to be something that's. It's, the word um the word that's uh, in my mind is unequivocal. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. Nice, but I mean the coronet, like the the capital in Forest Hill. Another. That's huge a good one. We went. We had burgers there. In we did. Yeah. In November of a few years ago. Yeah. Mm. But they are, there is something, there is, I mean, obviously, we've talked before about the dichotomy of Weatherspoons, and part of the appeal, maybe, of the coronet and the capital is that kind of faded glory vibe. Do you, do like, you like when that? you go to a very grand hotel that hasn't been really updated since the sort of 70s. The coronet used to be, a, the last film shown there was E.T. That's good. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a few Weatherspoons are in old cinemas, aren't they? So they have a, an enormous sense of space. Yeah. Well, the Coronet was a theatre as well before it was, was a cinema, it? I think. I didn't know. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's very, um, it's got great, I like it inside it. I like it in there. I don't like the, the outside bit. It's like, but anyway, that's another story. I'm not anti Weatherspoons at all, and I've drunk in many. I think they're just sort of, so there are certain quirks that only Weatherspoons have. Yeah. Uh, in relation to other pubs, I think. Yeah. But they're not necessarily all bad quirks, but there is something about the uh, sort of arriving at a table with a, a, a sort of a half a cold latte and a and a sort of a, a chip in a in a dish that's very Weatherspoons. Uh, also, the guy who runs them is an idiot. Also, I like the fact that the nach the nachos are sort of it's almost like. They have no control over the ratios of the different ingredients. <laughs> they, always, they always sort of come out as if it's a really complicated machine to operate. It does, but it does them all in like half a second, so they just have to give them to you. But sometimes you get really amazing ones, and sometimes you, yeah. But you know, I, I think it's good because you never. I mean, who would you complain to? Oh, I suppose you can complain to the uh, the staff. I have my phone stolen in the weather spoons. I'm not suggesting anyone go. I'm just saying this was a good. This is a good trick. Um, there was someone going around the coronet in a, they're just wearing a black shirt and all they were doing was picking up menus and putting them on different tables and nicking people's phones but because they're wearing the black shirt you thought oh they remember stuff. oh that is a clever scam be aware folks be aware if someone starts fiddling with your table <laughs> <laughs> hello fans of Pub and Pint I'm Jess Phillips an MP, and now for the first time, a podcast host. I know that the moon underwater is used to sighing for its letters, so I think you'll love my new podcast that's all about writing letters. It's called Yours Sincerely, and in each episode, I invite a guest to celebrate three people that mean the world to them. Someone they love, someone who's no longer around, and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. So with that, I'll sign off with Yours Sincerely, Jess Phillips. I hope you get to enjoy an episode of my podcast soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Uh, so, Johnny, first off, we need two draft selections from you. What's it going to be? Okay, so this draft selection, is, it, it, it sort of represents uh, old and new friends. Oh. <laughs> so what I got is um, as, uh, Asahi, because I just got really into to Asahi this year, and I, I really, really like it, um, and I really like a cold pint of it. So Asahi represents new friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because I just got into it recently. And then shipyard because I can't undeniable. I've been that's been my um kind of my friend for years. <laughs> it's, a, it's none more Weatherspoon's shipyard, isn't it? Yeah, shipyard <laughs> is very Weatherspoon's. I think, but sometimes because often like sometimes you get it in pubs that are non Weatherspoon's and they haven't cleaned the lines and it's not nice. But in the Coronet, they seem to I think be quite good. At, it always te- if it's the lines are clean, I think it's actually very nice as well, as well as being like. Very cheap. I think the thing I don't like about Shipyard is it, it it just like the whole sort of vibe of it seems very fake. How dare you? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's like they've just thought, okay, we need to invent a drink. So what should we say? Okay, we'll say it's like it's sort of got that slight fake history about it. It's made by Marston's and it's got and its packaging is based around Portland in Maine. I was gonna say I mean, I had loads of other things, but I thought I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not having to go your choice. I'm just saying that's well, my... sounds very much like you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's my issue with uh, Shipyard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, but I like all that. I, you know, I'm a big fan of, of, of myths and legends. <laughs> <laughs> I do like an Asahi. I'm with you on the Asahi. It's very crisp. It's very drinkable. It's stronger than you think as well. Exactly. I mean, not exactly, but but that's true. It is stronger than you. But your shipyard probably. Uh, I mean, I think I actually weirdly think it's it probably two thousand and you're going to hear two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen as my answer because I think it's around them. Because um, I think before then, in two thousand and twelve, I don't really. Maybe it was there then, but I think it's only really, it's only the last ten years it's been in 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 in, in the Weatherspoons. And is your pub? Talk me through what it looks like. Is is it a, a Weatherspoons vibe? No, um, I like a pub to be sort of either like re- basically, as I said before, I like a pub that could be uh, is unequivocally a pub and couldn't really be used for any other purpose. So either I'm gonna 
I, I, I've got two, I had two things in my head, either like a cathedral, like a big, with like shafts of light in the daytime, quite high. I don't really mind about the, about the quality of the brickwork or, do you know what I mean? But as long as there's shafts of light and also... Can we, can I just say a few, few motes of dust floating around Please, please, please. But could, could a cathedral oh. not... It's not necessarily unequivocally a pub. It could also be a cathedral. Oh yeah, no, sorry, sorry, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I like a. Uh, oh yeah, I suppose that's what you mean. But but I just had them in my head delineated as a cathedral type pub or like a little chapel type pub. Oh okay. Yeah, and the little chapels like also like kind of nice. Basically, I like I've low light at night and high light in the daytime or shafts of light. And I think I'm going to go for the shafts of light. So. Not this pub, not not based on this pub at all, but have you ever been in that pub, the Exmouth Arms? Where's that? Exmouth Market. Yes, I have. If you sit there in the daytime, it's changed owners recently, and my big brother's up in arms about it, but it still seems nice to me. But if you sit there in the daytime, you will see some shafts of light coming in. Mm. And it's, that's why I, I think that's what I had two options for size in my mind, and I went for the tall, quite tall and a bit narrow. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Tall and narrow with shafts of light and motes of dust. So high windows. Yeah, yeah, we need some high windows because otherwise the light's going to just stay outside. (laughs) (laughs) Sun comprehending glass. Mm -hmm. Yes, the Exmouth Arms got a beautiful exterior. It really is that classic green, almost like looks like enamel tiling. It's really superb. Yeah. So great, great stuff, Johnny. You can have your... Your unequivocal pub with shafts of light. Yes, I love a shaft. And as Robin said, it's got. I don't want them to dust too extensively because I want there to be a good deal of dust playing about in those channels of light. So maybe they could just, you know, keep it a bit dusty. Now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office. Viking, west, variable, two to four, Occasionally westerly 5 at first, east northerly or northwesterly 4 or 5, becoming variable 2 to 4. West, slight, occasionally moderate at first, east, slight or moderate. In west, occasional rain. Good, occasionally moderate. North at Sierra. Northerly or northwesterly 4 or 5 pints, occasionally lager at first, becoming variable 2 to 4. Slight or whiskey. Occasional rum. Desire becoming fervent. Pubs, occasionally distant. South at Sierra. Pintily or North Pintily, four or five, occasionally cider, becoming pubs two to four. Slight or moderately drunk, occasional rain. Pub, appearing in mist, variable. German bite, variable two to four pints, becoming cyclonic three to five pubs. Pubs or pubs. Rain later in pubs. Consuming mist, pubs. Pubs, pubs. Well, what bottles or cans are we going to have in this uh, unequivocal pub? Okay, so I got two bottles. <laughs> really, I can't believe two bottles of all the the the, ca- the can men in the world. I would have thought you would have had some cans. Well, no, because I don't really think I, I never drink cans in the pub. No, that's true. I don't. I mean, I know you can. I mean, you, I know you can. But, uh, no, but very few people drink cans in the pub. I just okay. So what I've got again, I'm just being real with you. I'm just being sure. real. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know that red wine called Jammy Red Rue. 
Oh God, no! <laughs> what? Why? What's what's you? <laughs> because it's the it's the absolute worst. No, it's not. It says on the bottle the tasting the the suggested <laughs> food pairing is a is a, it's literally like a night in with pizza with the girls. Is it's like that's its food pairing? That sounds good to me. Well, it's nice. I think it it says something about what it's a. I mean, fair enough. I don't have, but I bought a bottle of it once and it tastes just like sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Jammy red roux, which, which, um, do they do different grapes or is it just red pizza wine with the it's girls? Red pizza wine, I think. Jammy red roux. Jammy red roux. And it's got a, a kangaroo on it. <laughs> yeah. Jammy red roux. Have you ever had the jam shed one? That's a similar, similar vibe. Well, you, I, I think you're not going to like my second. <laughs> oh, God. Why is it jam shed? <laughs> it's it's because because that's what uh, Zoe really likes crabbies, you know, the alcoholic ginger beer. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So I gotta have that because that's just what she likes. Because otherwise she it would be uh, she would there's not she wouldn't be uh, yeah otherwise what what would she wouldn't be able to drink anything in the pub? Well, she would, but she wouldn't like it as much. So and I like it as well, but I gotta have crabbies. That's very sweet. I don't think we've had a kind of a romantically. Derived choice before. Well, that's what that's, that's what. Well, I think for we've me. had a couple, but that's a lovely choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so just to point out, Jammy Red Roo is from uh, Yellowtail, and it is twelve percent. And uh, yeah, it's uh, sort of sort of wine like a like if you want to introduce a child to wine, it's nice. It would be the ideal choice <laughs> if you want to introduce a child yeah, to yeah. wine. Well, a lot of people do. Very European these yeah. days. Yeah. Um, and uh, your second choice is Krabby's alcoholic ginger beer. Well, Krabby's we used to have with a shot of Sailor Jerry's in to create Mungo Jerry's. Mungo Jerry's, yeah. Have you ever had that? That sounds nice. No, but I want to. It's extremely expensive. Yeah, it's a very expensive way of drinking because we'd have we would get a double Sailor Jerry's before they changed the recipe, and um, pour the crabbies over ice onto the Sailor Jerry. So it would be like ten quid, and this is fifteen years ago. So I got God knows what that would cost to order now. <laughs> I think they're good choices, man. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I right. like it. Okay, well, I'm, I'm worried about what you, these spirit selections, but no, don't. Well, there's no need to worry here. There's no worry. There's no wrong choices, but there are funny choices, <laughs> especially given every single bottle of wine on earth. You've chosen Jammy Red Roo. <laughs> it's all good. Well, we take a break now from Johnny White's Dream Pub to head over to resident quiz master and brain box, the lovely Robin Allender, for the Moon Underwater Pub Quiz. <laughs> Okay, everybody, pens out, eyes down, it's time for the quiz. He played for Zimbabwe, but he was born in South Africa. I know Alaska is bigger, that wasn't the question. Put your phone away. Right, Michael Jackson's Funky Monkey had been deducted five points. Thanks, John. Welcome to this week's Moon Underwater Pub Quiz. Now, I read a comment online earlier this week which said that the pub quiz at the Moon Underwater was boring, and the person who wrote the comment had used the yawning person emoji. Uh, So that kind of criticism doesn't bother me. I only thought about it for about 48 hours or so. But point taken, let's sex up the quiz. Let's make it more exciting. (laughs) Don't listen to the one dissenting voice and ignore the, you know, the 100,000 silent majority. 
who love the pub quiz. I'm making it more exciting. This is how the BBC operates. <laughs> you, you end up trying to, you end up trying to please one person. You end up pleasing no one. Look, I've, I'm, I'm pleasing everyone with this quiz. I've sexed it up, and this week's quiz is about paper. So three questions. Good. And the answers are in part two. Love it, love it, love it. It's our, it's your friend and mine. It's what we write on. It's what we, what we. It's paper. <laughs> Question one. Paper is the traditional gift for how many years of marriage? Oh, good cue. What anniversary would you be celebrating if you received a paper gift? Question two. If I gave you a single sheet of A1 paper, how many pieces of A5 paper could you make out of it? Does that make sense? Yeah, hang on a sec. Okay. So you got a single sheet of A1 How many pieces of A5 could you make out of it? Question three. In publishing, the left-hand page of a book is known as the Verso page. V-E-R-S-O. How is the right-hand page known? So in publishing, the left-hand page is known as the Verso page. How is the right-hand page known? So there you go. What do you think of my sexed-up quiz? I'm very aroused. It's so sexy. Very like interesting, isn't it? We're not going to see any. It's really good stuff. Not going to see any yawning emojis for that. Not going to see any yawning emojis, and if we do, I hope that person ends up fixed in a yawn for their entire life. <laughs> Imagine that—just a yawn on a loop. Yeah. <laughs> like that for ages. Yeah. And that's yawns are contagious as well. So it could be a horror film. Oh god, the, the yawn. The yawn. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, we leave part one of Johnny White's Dream Pub and we leave it in fine fettle because he's got Asahi, Shipyard Pale Ale, Yellowtail Jammy Red Roo and Krabby's Alcoholic Ginger Beer in his unequivocal pub where it's high light in the day and low light in the even song and shafts of light are crucial. They're absolutely fundamental uh, with the motes of dust therein. Uh, so we will see you back in part two. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 